Welcome to the first ever Tennessee Holler Fest, and we hope that it will be the first of many. Today, we're going to hear from a lot of amazing, inspiring people, voices from all throughout Tennessee. We started the Holler in 2019 to be a voice that yells the truth about what's really going on in our state, where we get fed a convenient fairy tale by this GOP supermajority that runs it. They tell us how great our state is doing and how wonderful our economy is, failing to mention the 2.5 million Tennesseans, 38% make low income or poverty wages, or that we're number one in medical bankruptcies, minimum wage jobs, and rural hospital closures, while being one of the most federally dependent states. They complain about freedom and censorship while banning our teachers from the discussion of systemic racism or mentioning LGBT folks and attacking black athletes for peacefully kneeling. They claim to support public schools while we're 46th in education funding. They pat themselves on the back for criminal justice and police reform, yet refuse to pass medical marijuana and criminalize protesters. The list goes on and on. We started the holler to yell these truths that our state needs to hear, and we now have 10 hollers across the state. That growth has been made possible by your support, so I want to express my gratitude for all who have chipped in and ask anyone who hasn't yet to please consider supporting the work we do. Our belief is, at the end of the day, the holler is all of us, you included. It's a collective effort to yell the truth and hold our elected officials accountable. And today we're going to try to lift up some of the powerful, inspirational people here in Tennessee who do their own hollering about the issues facing our state and highlight the work they do to make Tennessee a better, more inclusive place. So I thank you for being here. We very much hope you enjoy it. Let's start the Holler Fest. Justin, should I just start to holler? Start to holler, my friend. Okay, well, first I want to thank you for having this and for all of your cohorts do and keeping the truth out there. There's nothing being done for the working people, very little for justice, very little being done to move our state forward. Donald Trump sent them to the Capitol and he told them to fight like hell or they wouldn't have a government anymore. That was an attack on our country, on our constitution, on our system of government. It should never be forgotten. It should never be downplayed. It was not a coincidence that one of the leaders, might have been the Proud Boys, was in the White House the week before. Joe Biden doing a great job at the rescue bill, put money in people's pockets, turned the corner on the coronavirus. Lots to do. Thank you. Happy to be with you on the Tennessee Holler. Keep up what you're doing. It's so valuable. I appreciate you very much. I can't wait till this festival's in person. The real antidote to the poisonous politics of the ruling party in Tennessee right now is really people power. When you see something that is wrong, that is unjust, that is unfair, that you have to find a way, you have an obligation to get in the way. Legislature is not a private country club for these lawmakers like Glenn Cassida and Speaker Cameron Sexton, but it is the people's house. And our state constitution gives us the mandate to hold these lawmakers accountable to disrupt injustice. I'm really excited to see that movement continuing to grow in Tennessee. It is a multiracial, interfaith, intergenerational movement that we're seeing that is connected to a long lineage of freedom fighters. As young people, we as people um, from East Tennessee and West Tennessee and Middle Tennessee have that power today to reclaim this democracy and take it back from the forces of white supremacy that have hijacked it and made it about giving wealth to those already wealthy while not looking at what's happening to the vast majority of us, while taking money from public education, while refusing to allow schools to teach about systemic racism, or trying to make laws that criminalize protests. That is not the people's business. And I think that it's very sad that in Tennessee, it's good news when the legislature goes home from session. In our capital, we have monuments to white supremacy. And the only way to challenge the state that idolizes white supremacist violence is with movements, is with people power, is with us finding a way to get in the way. Thank you for letting me join you. Um, I look forward to seeing you. We shall not be moved. We shall not be moved. We shall not be moved. Peace.
as the first Muslim elected in the state of Tennessee, I can actually tell you that representation does matter. We need to challenge ourselves to vet people, to make sure that the person that we're looking at, do they actually represent the values that they profess to represent? Make sure that we dig deeper. We look at the character. It is very important for someone like myself to make sure that the voices of the minority community that I represent is at the table, to speak loudly for them. That's why I'm there, because if I'm not doing it, nobody may do it. Every day we have elected officials that forgets that they represent all of Tennessee. I see people voting over and over for their own self-interest. Things that only benefit people that look like them, that believe like them, that are like them. It should never be like that. Representation means that you should represent everyone, even the ones that do not look like you, that did not vote for you, that did not support you, that did not have the same belief system. Let's keep increasing the representation and let's keep redefining what representation means. I typically tend to speak up. So that's why I appreciate the holler so much because the holler helps me holler louder and holler further. So what I'm going to ask you guys to do is holler with us. There's so much light that we need to shine on what's happening in Nashville and what's happening all around. We need to be talking about really what all of this boils down to, which is economic injustice. And we need to be talking about how the folks in Nashville are not working for the people back home. They're not even pretending anymore, quite frankly. We just had our governor refuse the $300 federal addition to unemployment. All of the GOP legislators supported that. Spent the last few days looking up who got federal government PPP loans, many of those will be forgiven. So far, I've gotten to more than $6 million from GOP legislators who voted to cut hardworking Tennessee's families who are struggling to cut their employment more than in half. More than $6 million for them or their families in PPP loans from the federal government. But they don't think you deserve that extra $300 in your unemployment check. And we need to be talking about that. We need to talk about the massive tax cuts they have given to FedEx, $21 million to FedEx. Since 2017, they've raised taxes on our prices at the gas pumps three times. They've cut jet fuel tax for FedEx three times. They're working for billionaires and special interests and corporations. They're not working for you. We need to holler all across this state, sharing this information and talking about those kitchen table issues that really affect what's happening in people's houses and the struggles that they are having. And I'm asking you all to help us share everything from Holler, share things from representatives who are speaking the truth and talking about these inequities that we're experiencing. We need your help. So I just appreciate you all. Let's all holler from the rooftops, holler from the decks. Love you guys. Tennessee has always been a breeding ground for anti-immigrant legislation. Tennessee's immigrant rights movement plays a critical role in holding a line against white nationalism and voter suppression in the South. I am Catherine Sierra Garcia, and I'm a DACA recipient from Honduras. I have been in the United States since the age of two, and I'm currently a college student preparing to start the nursing program this upcoming fall. I might not have the voting power, but I can still make an impact on the elections. I have mobilized hundreds of immigrants to vote in these last three years. To all elected officials out there, I want to know that our communities will not stand for anti-immigrant rhetoric. You must treat our communities with dignity and respect. We're going to mobilize our communities to take over the polls and elect someone who will make this state welcoming and inclusive for all of us, regardless of our faith, our ethnicity, or the color of our skin. No matter who you are or what zip code you live in, you deserve clean air, water, and soil right now and for generations to come. 
We have an opportunity to move forward to a future where we have a green renewable economy that creates jobs and improves our infrastructure. This burden of pollution is concentrated in certain areas and that's called environmental racism. What's in my backyard will be in your backyard tomorrow. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. The cost of pollution is too great. I want to say that I'm very disappointed. Governor Lee opted out of the $300 addition that people need so badly. Anti-trans law is just a horrible thing. And I don't believe that the church needs to get all up in our business. And I don't think lawmakers need to get in the womb of women. Tell us what we can do with our bodies. I know it's not easy to be in the music world and speak out the way you do. So we really do appreciate you coming here and doing it still. Speak up and have a platform and get in trouble if you have to. We've enjoyed partnering with the Holler this year, we are all being treated as the supermajority's lab rats. They are seeing how far they can push model bills from national conservative movements, but they are also innovating with their own bills. And it's really scary that our legislators are cooking up some of the worst bills in the country. I don't believe there is an answer outside of Tennessee for Tennessee's problems. You've got to fight hard and we will prevail as long as we organize thank you tennessee holler and thanks to all of you across tennessee east west and middle for fighting so hard my son's school said the school community is not yet ready to embrace you they received a special letter weeks before 11th grade reminding him that he was assigned specific bathrooms stories like his are the real reasons why our queer kids suffer from mental illness and suicidality trying to cope with the way they're treated by their oppressors not because of who they are science is weaponized by those who don't understand it. I will not yield to the oppressors. And I'm a mama bear who's grown tired of making everyone more comfortable. Thank you to the holler for this opportunity. I'm so grateful again for being here. Spiraling down. And that's just what Tennessee has been doing. We have been competing to be the worst in America when it comes to voter suppression. Republicans are doing everything they can to grab power, to keep power by keeping Democrats from voting. And that strategy is to make it systematically harder for minorities, for young people, for people of color to vote. They chose to torture us and our democracy with their voter suppression. The most powerful weapon is called HR1, the For the People Act, to preempt all the stupid state laws like Tennessee's got. And it would require automatic voter registration. It would allow same-day voter registration. It would allow easy absentee balloting. It cleans up campaign finance, stops gerrymandering. It even requires our Supreme Court to have a judicial code of ethics for the first time. We've got to get the Senate to pass this bill, even if that means busting the filibuster to do it. Filibuster reform is long overdue. Force them to hold the floor if they want to until they are risking literally busting their bladder. Our state has just gone backwards, trying to turn back the clock to the era of the worst of the Jim Crow laws. So we've got to work together. We've got to pull together and with the holler to stop this downward spiral. We've got to restore voting rights for all Americans. And like HR1 says, government must be of the people, by the people, and for the people. Walls have proven to be an effective tool at stopping pandemics. Why have we stopped using them now? The science hasn't changed. Instead of spending 12 hour days at Dollar General making a hard earned $7.25 an hour, the Tennessee worker would rather stay home, spend time with their families, and work on side projects such as starting their own business. When I worked at Mary Kay at the Franklin Galleria, I made the same amount of money 20 years ago. And if I can do it, the Tennessee worker can do it too.
Second, Tennessee doesn't want caregiving support, including socialist universal childcare. Biden doesn't give a rip and flip about the federal deficit, which is clear when he said humans are infrastructure. Who cares about humans, Joe? It's about money. Tennesseans care about potholes. They don't care about the elderly aging with dignity, keeping social security solvent. Elder care is not pothole. In Tennessee, almost 48% of residents live in a childcare desert. You know who else had universal daycare? That's right, the Soviet Union. And looked how well that turned out for them. Kids went straight to those Soviet gulags. We don't need to be worried about the 1% and my personal favorite corporations, which don't need to pay their fair share of taxes. What we really need to be worried about is Chinese communists, particularly Chinese pugs. I, Tennesseans, will not stand for wealthy investors paying the same share as their workers. Let the ultra-wealthy dodge their taxes. This has been a cornerstone of American democracy since the founding fathers. We need to focus on the real threat of pug cyber-terrorism. Infrastructure will kill us all. I know I won't be taking questions at this time. Thank you and have a blessed day. We're 45th in the nation, tie with Serbia in terms of life expectancy because we have elected officials who are working very hard to keep healthcare from people. Medicaid expansion, seven years ago, we could have covered the 300,000 working poor folks. $1.4 billion every single year. We're only one of 12 states that haven't expanded. Continue to be number one in the nation at hospital, rural hospital closures. Infant mortality, maternal mortality is going in the wrong direction. If you have leaders who are refuse to do what's right, it'll make our family sick. Keep hollering about healthcare. Our kids and seniors deserve better, and we're going to keep hollering with you. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Holler at Black women because we always speak the truth. We're just two Black women from a while away fighting for racial equity in the Bible Belt. We're doing this for you, 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 and you. Holler at Black women because we always got receipts. Yeah, we registered all them black and brown voters. Had Trey Hargett throwing a fit. They tried to pass a law to criminalize us, but we killed that bullshit. I bet Governor Lee, McNally, and all they racist cronies throw salt on our name, and yeah, that hate's legit, because no matter how hard they cheat, we gonna make them bust their ass for every vote they get. See, don't get it twisted. We ain't no Candace Owens type black girls here to stroke your ego and make you feel like a man. Man, sis be ready to sell her soul for a seat at day table just to get what little she can. Bet on black women. Rock with the Equity Alliance. Let's flip this state. In spite of everything that we've been through and all the shit that we've been given, one thing's for certain, two things for sure, you can always holler at Black women. If the Southern states are a group of siblings from a family of alcoholic fuck-ups, Georgia's the one that's like, hey, they got their shit together. They got a good job. They're, like, they're, they're finally putting it on the right track. You know, and yeah, they backslid a little bit with that voter suppression stuff. But still, it's like you look at Georgia, like, good for you, Georgia. You got it going on. We're all so proud of you. And then Tennessee, we're like in the parking lot of a family dollar in the back of a 92 Astro band with Alabama and Mississippi just smoking meth. Can I put the poison in my butt? But I maintain optimism because of things like this. I'm the only liberal in the whole town. No, you're not. I promise you. Sure, there are fewer of us, but they're also just way louder and more obnoxious. Look, I get it. You're reticent. You don't want to fuck up Thanksgiving dinner. I understand. It's easier just to not bring it up. Let them know that they don't speak 
for all of us, right? That's what we have to do. And that's why as soon as I became aware of the Tennessee Holler, I was like, that right there is what's up. And things like the Holler Fest and the Holler is such an appropriate name because that's what we got to do. We got to holler. Rage against the dying of the light in our home state. We're out here. We are legion. We know that in our hearts, standing up and hollering, which is exactly what Justin and the Holler are doing and exactly what Holler Fest is about. Honestly, growing up in Salina, Tennessee in the 90s, if you'd have told me that what we're doing right now would be a thing, I wouldn't have believed it. And not just because of all the computer magic that's going on. We're doing it, y'all. And we just have to keep doing it. What's that stuff? We used to have it. Uh, oh, hope, hope. Y'all remember hope? We used to have that shit, right? That's coming back now. And it's because of things like this and people like y'all keep doing this keep doing what we're doing keep marching forward keep hollering into the darkness and i believe we will get there someday what's up the holler thank you guys we can never have enough people doing the work to mobilize more voters and ultimately get them fired up we have to stop looking for someone to come save us we have to start believing in our own abilities to motivate our family members motivate our friends, our neighbors, our coworkers, our classmates. No one knows your community like you. We have to stop being afraid to lose. It's time for us to start approaching politics like we wanna win, because frankly, we can win. So let's go out, mobilize our communities, and let's do this. Joy is something that we can build together, y'all. And it's gonna take extraordinary effort to get it done. But good Lord, isn't it worth doing it? Have you ever been like, woo? These US public policies and government systems, whoo, they got me wanting to go dance in the streets. I ain't never seen it, but I'm willing to fight for it. We damn sure gotta save this earth. I ain't trying to go to Mars. We can take the Green New Deal and we can fight poverty. There is no better reform than creating job opportunities without restrictions and stigmas. I would do everything it takes to move us forward. And there's no price tag that can justify us not making that happen because this puts us onto the road to healing and the road to healing puts us on the road to joy. The center does not hold. You see no exceptions. Our work is not just about prison abolition. It is the work of anti-racism. It is the work of anti-fascism. January the 6th was not a surprise. Our problem isn't Republicans. Our problem is fascists. We are seeing fascism performed in the United States government. We are seeing fascism being performed in the Tennessee General Assembly. Language matters, and we have got to start using this language. The bills that attack trans children and put their lives at risk, that attack critical race theory and try to control what our teachers can teach in our public schools, that attack voting. These bills that attack people who you think aren't you, they are attacking all of us. And what sort of democracy we have, we're losing. Show up, get involved. We have been begging and pleading for Tennessee to join almost every other state in the union and expand Medicaid. Tennessee is number one in the entire country for medical debt. This year, we had a $3 billion surplus. Total missed opportunity. We're still 46th in the nation in education spending per pupil, reforming our marijuana laws. So these are all missed opportunities. You know, I won my first election by a margin of 100 votes. We can change this state. One of my favorite quotes is, be the change you wish to see. It always seems darkest before it gets to be light. We're not nearly as red as people think we are. Awesome Holler Fest. I'm hoping next year will be in person and it's going to be super cool. We got to let them know it's your representative that you voted for that's keeping you from getting the funds you need to make ends meet, to make sure that you have enough food to put on your table and keeping you from health care. Two billion dollars that we're leaving sitting on the table year after year. We have to work together. We have to make it better. Again, I just want to thank everyone at the Holler for doing what you do. Never give up. They have a super majority. They did not pass all the bills that they wanted. People like you 
reached out to your legislators and raised your voice. And thanks to Tennessee Holler for creating such a great online community. Just hearing from everybody one after the other, honest to God, has made me inspired, <laughs> energized, hopeful about how much incredible work is going on in the state. Our elected officials and politicians and people in power for a long time have been telling us that government is the problem. But the vision of the Green New Deal, what if government actually wasn't the problem? And what if government wasn't just able to do good things? What if our government did great things? And that's really the vision of the Green New Deal. We're not going to just sit down and accept what we're told is within the realm of possibility. We're not just going to let the politicians and the powers that be tell us what scraps from the table they can give us and we're not going to apologize for it and we're going to build the power that we need for it. Cameron's physical life ended October 22nd, 2015. There was no chance for me to give him one last kiss. See you later. A goodbye. We have the 12th highest rate of gun deaths in the U.S. and 8th highest rate of gun homicides in the country. With numbers like this, it's clear that we are a nation and a state of gun violence survivors. We know that gun violence is preventable. We are committed to doing what it takes to keep our families safe. Thank you so much for listening today. All right, our first Holler Fest in the books. A lot of great people, difficult topics. I really appreciate everybody who jumped on to share their stories with us, share their work with us. It just feels like a nice kind of debriefing, especially after the kind of session that we all just had. So appreciate all of the people who have helped us holler. You are the holler. Really appreciate it. We're going to do this again next year, hopefully in person as a big event. And we hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, tnholler.com is where you can find us to subscribe to our emails and chip in monthly at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you again for Holler Fest 2022 next year.